0: Today on Wanna Be On Top, we are talking, we, sorry. Today on Wanna Be On Top, we are taking our international top model trip with Lisa Traeger. We welcome back Lisa to chat with her about this incredible trip the Cycle Six girls take to Thailand. We welcome back Lisa to chat with her about this incredible trip the Cycle Six girls take to Thailand. We catch up with her on everything she's been up to since we last had her on the podcast and we ask her her thoughts about this nutty trip. Next, we work our way through the different shoots in Thailand and we chat with Lisa about all the fun things she's got coming up this. Spring. We had such a great time catching up. You aren't going to want to miss this one forever. Shea are top model fans born or made? Hey, I'm Shay Coule, and welcome to Wanna Be On Top, a podcast where I explore the cultural phenomenon that launched a thousand smizes. As always, I'm joined by insatiable power bottom and top model expert, Maxwell Esposito. Hey, LGBT, what's going on today, girl?
1: Hey, Shay, I'm doing all right today. Just, you know, I'm gearing up. I'm getting ready to go to New York City this week. I have a really fun, jam-packed week of, like, traveling, birthday shenanigans, and just, like, a good old kiki and get out of L.A. I'm, like,
0: so excited. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was actually just in New York prior to your birthday, shenanigans. So we were clearly feeling like the New York fantasy E E E E. And um I mean in true top model fashion, of course I uh bumped into top model herself, Raja, um our sister here on uh Forever Dog for um, very that very that her and delta work so yes produced uh, by me <laughs> yes produced by max see how this all just like keeps unfolding within itself uh yeah had a really nice time catching up with raja had too many martinis um i blame her for that because look she i started will out,
1: drink you under a table she I absolutely will a- fed too many margaritas from Miss Raja in the past
0: well I really wish she would have been drinking margaritas versus martinis because I handle my tequila so much better than my vodka and I really haven't been drinking that much this year like at all and so I I feel like I should have been like more prepared to you know have a New York Kiki with uh, Miss Raja but when in New York you know what I'm saying I mean,
1: exactly. I've definitely had my fair share of martinis and drinks of the sort.
0: So, and you are looking fine, fresh, and fair's very top model rested. So, thank
1: you. I mean, I had I took all my tips, my travel tips. And speaking of travel, let's get into this trip because we are talking today about the iconic trip to Bangkok. Sorry to Bangkok Thailand you, you
0: you said Bangkok and you got flustered you I like, did oh, I wow. said I said
1: cock and I got a little itchy um I- We love this trip, and we love the Top Model trips. What's cool about uh, Top Model is they use their platform to show off different cultures and these fashion capitals in different ways that people may have not known about. Like, I was not in touch. I did not know that Thailand was a fashion capital, so I loved learning that at a very young age. So let's get into this trip, because we all know that Tyra loves you know, to torment these girls before they go on vacation. And she sends these girls on their press day. Um, they meet with Rachel McAllister, who's from MPRM, public relations which I thought was NPR I was like damn Tyra is sending NPR to to these girls (laughs) it's like wow they really are getting skilled in a media training but no MPRM, and she helps them you know and then they meet with George Wayne who is a columnist and he will be judging the models on this uh, during this lesson so what did we think of George Wayne you know we've seen this before where they send somebody to poke and prod these girls what did we think of George
0: Um, I don't think of George. Um, I don't know him. Um, well, they said after
1: that interview, you would.
0: Yeah, but I don't. Um, I, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, um, from, as someone from like NPR, um, I feel like I would know more about George Wayne, um, but I really only know about his brother Bruce. So, are the is that his brother Bruce Wayne? Perhaps. I mean, I don't really know many other Waynes in the world. You know, like I know Waynes, Waynes, like the brothers. You know, um, plural. Yes, multiple. Yes, but of I don't them. know many Wayne. Wayne, just singular. A that- uh, singular Wayne. Don't really know them like that.
1: That I mean, Wayne's World, Wayne's Brothers. I understand. Um, how would you do in this challenge? That though, like you know, being interviewed by this grading person. Have you? But do you feel like you've been trained in media on this
0: well? Um, I've gotten my media training all from top models. So hopefully, the girls had followed other media training lessons and learned ways to like curve people, keep things positive, and always find a way to make yourself look um, as professional and as great as possible true um you know in more of this Tyra
1: torment fashion we get to see Raja you know speaking of Raja on this trip we get to see Raja in this episode in drag for the first time we get to see her in her uh, Tyra Banks geesh and she shows up to surprise these girls at this luncheon and was pretending to be Tyra and then Tyra comes in
0: exactly so what I want to know is um Where they got that hard front wig that they put Raja in? You don't think it was Tyra's? No, no, that was a hard front, not a lace to be found on that wig. Raja's real sideburns were hanging out the side. That's true. They were. I saw that. I saw that. So if you guys are trying to give the Tyra illusion, you need to conceal the edges. So I'm like, what are you guys trying to say? Or are you you trying to be like, nobody can be as flawless as Miss Banks?
1: Do you think that that was actually Tyra's dress as well? Because, I mean, it was the exact same with the necklace. Like, that side-by-side side of them had me cackling.
0: Yeah, definitely think that it was the dress. I feel like Tyra's like, oh, my God, like, that's so cute. But she did not want to give up the secrets of the wig.
1: Fair. She was like, you like, Tyra can't look was like, that what much. Lace?
0: She was like, what lace? She, like, what lace? There she is, said, do no. you see any lace? Do you this see is, any
1: lace? This is growing out of my head. This Absolutely. Is, this she is not a wig. This is my emotions. hair.
0: Yeah. This is my this hair. Is, I don't wear wigs. I mean, well, then, how, do we
1: think it's kind of corny, the whole... No, I'm Thai Thai baby. Yeah, well,
0: look... And then I, we're going to Thailand. Thai Thai baby into Thailand. Oh, my gosh. Do you think that this was, like, um, the, the spark that led to, like, the iconic, like... On say, pray on say, say on seance, like Thailand, because I feel like Tyra probably in her own mind lives in Thai land. Yes. It's, and it's Thailand and we all just live in it.
1: She, I mean, Ty, model land, Tyra land, I think it's all, it all tracks. I mean, this part was so silly. And, but I mean, the girls love Raja. I mean, I think that they yeah. really. I saw, I saw Joni post a while back that she still, po- she posted pictures of her and Raja together on set oh. of something. She, they love Raja. So it was really great and really fun to see her in drag on the show. Because
0: Joni was a smart model too. And she made sure to make friends with the folks in wardrobe, hair, and glam. Like, you know, she knew what she was doing that's a Smart lesson
1: girl. they that's a lesson they should have taught on the show because i'm sure a lot of those girls could have walked away with that really fabulous advice
0: absolutely a thousand percent um and yeah no i'm absolutely pleased that we got to see miss raja gemini and I in drag for the first time because this was prior to the photo shoot that we get later in season eight with the girls doing the like drag photo shoot where they were done as drag kings and then we get to see raven come in as a model as well
1: isn't morgan mcmichael's also the other isn't it morgan raven and someone else
0: i don't know if the other one was morgan mcmichael's i think it was just raven i think raven was the only Wu girl that was there Well, I guess we'll find out when we get to cycle eight. We will find out when we get to cycle eight. But until then, let's take a break. And when we come back, we are going to chat with our amazing guest, funny girl, Lisa Traeger, about this iconic trip to Thailand. We'll be right back. back now i am so excited to get into this trip with our guests because we had such a great time when she stopped by to chat about cycle too so i am thrilled to welcome back to wanna be on top the one the only host of that's messed up Lisa Traeger. Hey, Lisa. Uh,
2: hello. Well, after Hi. I was here last time, I ended up watching seasons two through eight in a row within a week. Like, I didn't <laughs> yeah. stop. I didn't stop. It took over. It was a perfect oh. dis- disassociating tool. You know, it brought me back to 2004 and I was just like zen yes. out. You know, it.
0: just like simpler reality television times where really um, anything was for a game. You know
2: they were young yeah. and dumb, like they were nineteen, they wanted to be models, and they didn't know the tropes and behind the scenes. They were like girls with no life Absolutely. experience,
0: and I feel like that was kind of like what all reality television show show stars at the time needed, and it was almost like something like. It was like a known secret that we were like, yeah. If you go on like reality TV, you better make sure that you are young and you're dumb and you do not care about looking a damn fool on camera because like that's what we're here for. Before you know the age of you know reality television, that's getting Emmys for their storylines and such forth and such. Oh my God, can you imagine if America's Next Top Model got an Emmy? <laughs>
2: Well, I bet Tyra's pissed that RuPaul wins again and
1: again and again. (laughs) Like, Uh, because,
0: I mean, Tyra was the pioneer of reality show hosts. I mean, she's like, because it's just like, who are you going to stack up next to her at that time? The host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? No. Regis. She was
1: She was faint. Fainting,
0: giving girls trauma, like, I mean, she was doing the works just I mean, in the oh, cycle and, alone. And, and now that we're, like, on the subject of this, this cycle, I mean, we even get an appearance from drag queen and drag race winner and legend extraordinaire Miss Raja, so she was really pushing the boundaries. She was giving us drag race before yeah. drag race was giving us drag race.
2: Yeah, and like funny little quips to the girls while doing makeup. They all loved Roger, yes. you know? Like
0: they were happy to be near. I was always like looking at Mr. Roger and being like, "Wow, I want to be that fab one day." And maybe this is going too ahead of time
2: of the episodes we're covering, but Veranda kind of created the little speech on her way out. I feel like I'd never seen that before, but she did like a you know, a Vanji moment, Miss I felt Vangie. like <laughs> I mean Veranda
0: also shout I love her Pisces Angel, Veranda. We love her. Um <laughs> How do you know she's a Pisces? Um, because I care. I just really wanted to be. I, I, one day I literally was just all like, what's Veranda's sign? Because I just really wanted to know. So I Googled it and found out that she is a Pisces. And I'm an Aquarius, but my um, moon and rising are also in Pisces. So, you know, I feel like I connect a lot with Pisces on that level. And she very much so gives that. Like, I feel like that's what made her such a good us uh, Phone sex operator being a Pisces, I feel like she that made her really qualified.
2: Slippery when <laughs> when that's a Pisces.
0: And now she's
2: <laughs> no Veranda's feeling herself. She just makes me
0: laugh. She I like does. her. I'm like I feel like Veranda is that type of girl that you could go on a girls trip with, and she could like really not know eighty percent of the people on the trip, but still have an amazing time and like leave that trip being the MVP. I just, I just see that for her. Wait, do, have you guys been watching Love Is Blind season two? Absolutely, just finished it.
2: Okay, does Danielle give you Kathy from this season? Oh, wow! They have the same wow. face the to eyes, me. The
0: eyes, the nose, you know. Yeah, Danielle's just like a the dark version the of Kathy. Wow.
2: Thank you. I'm glad um, I had someone Thank to, you for just to like, dump that on. Because as mm-hmm. soon as you
0: said it, I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. You know what? Let's do so some more deep research into those two just to confirm that they are not the same person. That Kathy did not go back and do a full identity <laughs> change. Honestly, she's like the trauma that she's talking about in past relationships. She's actually just referring to America's Sex <laughs> Top Model. Oh,
2: absolutely! She's like, I see guys oh my God. looking at of yeah,
0: the- other girls, and the guy that she's referring to is Tyra at judging. You know, <laughs> Kathy was yeah. She got
2: sent home on the bald challenge, mm-hmm. I think, and she had a rough. Uh, t- she doesn't. She wasn't gonna be a model. Sorry, Kathy, but you're a great psychopath. On I can't wait for the reunion of Love Is Blind. <laughs> Obviously, we could focus on Top Model, but I can't wait to I see totally how these marriages
0: to a reunion situation. Yes, it's happening. Love is Blind was very interesting this season because I felt like, okay, similar to the way that we're talking about the differences between reality television and like America's Next Top Model and now, I felt like there was a sense of awareness that grew between the, the participants in Love is Blind. And they were actually a little bit more calculated and less honest in their relationships as a result of being like, I felt like they were thinking about how they would come across on TV versus just being really like open and honest about their feelings, you know? Um, like, uh, what's his face? Shake, who was constantly telling everyone that he like, was not physically attracted to Deep and you're just all like, um, I don't know why you were dragging your feet on this when it wasn't going to work out in the end. And I live for, uh, spoiler everyone, I live for Deep leaving his ass at the, at the altar and being like, I'm choosing yeah. myself while she looked fucking amazing. Um, Should we jump into this this amazing trip to Thailand, (laughs) y'all? Have you been to Thailand? I have not been to Thailand, but it is absolutely on my list. It's funny we were talking about this because I had bumped into um, good old Raja um, just this past week and got to spend some time with them in New York, and Raja always talks about... How amazing Thailand is. and she's like, "You have to go, you have to go. It's such an amazing place to travel, very cost effective, very fun. So it's definitely on my bucket list and does Raja have um good or bad vibes
2: from her top model days?
0: Good vibes, good vibe I mean she Raja absolutely admits that those girls were, like, way overworked in ways that we do not experience on, like, Drag Race at all. But Raja mostly lived for the international travel because Raja's like, I would buy so much shit for my drag, like, in all these international destinations. She talked about that on season three, that, like, tribal look that she did with, like, the mushroom cut and, like, the, like, red forehead and all that. She said all of those pieces she shopped in Thailand and in China while she was there filming America's Next Top Model. Incredible. That's a good little bit of info. You know, a little ANTM history (laughs) I love.
2: I would love to go to Thailand, but I would like to go with someone that wants to do all the heavy lifting in terms of planning and communicating.
0: I love that shit. love that shit love that shit Mm -hmm. i'll eat whatever
2: i'll go wherever i'll adventure wherever just i can't i can't be bothered to figure it all
0: out i'm mostly down to go to thailand for the food like that's like it's going to be a food tourism kind of trip for me as i just know that the the eating will be so amazing and then like a cute little like jungle hike
1: massages
0: I i want massages hmm spa-like experiences, <laughs> yeah. you know? hmm I live. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's get into this first photo shoot that the models do in Thailand. So the Cycle 6 trip photo shoots are honestly some of the most gorgeous. The first shoot that we get is the mermaid photo shoot. The girls get some Tyra mail that reads, I know it's tough being around so many girls, so... Get some tail. The girls meet Mr. Jay in the famous floating market in Thailand. This is a great place to get produce and fish, and Jay tells the girls that they will be the catch of the day and pretend to be mermaids caught at this market. They will be hung upside down over the canals that this market happens in. Since Tokyo, some of these international trip shoots have not been to the caliber that we expect for our top model shoots. But I love this mermaid moment so much. So first, let's take a look at the week's top photo, which is Danielle. Thoughts on Danielle, Miss Mermaid ma'am, and the floating market here in Thailand?
2: Oh, I thought Danielle looks beautiful. I thought they all kind of killed it you know with everything going on Mm -hmm. but she's the one that went upside down fully right or was that Joni they're uh, they both really they're neck and neck the whole time this whole trip the two of them are neck and neck
0: totally yeah seriously Danielle and Joni are not taking any I feel like this is when the the international trip is when they really really hit their strides like we saw them going on a steady incline throughout this competition, but once they get to Thailand is when the girls really kick it
2: Post-dentist appointment, they really kill it.
0: Interesting. <laughs> Interesting that you point <laughs> that out. You know, a trip to the dentist and everything changed. You yeah, know? they all
2: killed it. I, mean, I just thought, I did feel bad for Nana. She did, maybe she should have put on a wig.
0: I mean, I don't know. I, okay. I got her point because where she's like, I'm a mermaid. Give me my luxurious I mops. had this... I had this uh, book as a kid about this uh, little, like, black girl who, like, finds, like, this mermaid in the sea, and the mermaid is, like, all natural. She doesn't have, like, long flowing hair. She has this beautiful afro, and I remember thinking that that mermaid, to me, was, like, the most gorgeous, stunning mermaid that I'd ever seen because it was representation and showing me it because i mean i didn't know it then but it was showing me an image of a mermaid that i'd never seen before and i feel like nina could have used that as an opportunity to show herself being a different kind of mermaid also when you hang it upside down hair is another thing that you have to worry about you know what i'm saying she really could have concentrated on her face and allowed that to like you know really show through but hey so you think she
2: sabotaged she again, herself yeah. to really, like she lost her heart and spark instead of going, wow, I'll uh-huh. be a beautiful, bald mermaid.
0: She was like, fuck, I'm a bald mermaid. Uh, right, you know what I'm saying? It's just all like she, she, cause she's naturally going to stand out. So like, you should, I feel like she should have like. She doesn't like make believe. I think I, Nena is a sociopath. I was just- <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna say that, but I was gonna.
1: I was gonna say Nena lacks imagination, because when she was also a baby doll, she was like, "I never had a doll. How did I? How would I know?" And it's like, she. And it was like, I've never seen a mermaid without hair. So how would it, I be have yeah. that? How could I do that? And it's like, imagine, girl. She's a science imagination.
2: girl.
0: Imagination. Yeah, she needs, she needs- But she's cold-blooded.
2: I mean, she, the way she dumped that- she
0: should have been a great (laughs) mermaid. Yeah, that's true. She lost the spunk. Right? Uh, I mean, okay. Other than Danielle and uh, Nina, we have Miss Jade, who I thought was really, really serving in this mermaid- Oh, did say <laughs> I say <made>? hmm. mermaid? Mermaid <laughs> photo shoot. Uh, what do y'all think about Jade in this photo? And I, okay.
2: Oh, Jade looks insanely Absolutely. good. Absolutely.
0: Uh, like, I love the pose. Jade is telling it. With like her fingers, the way that she's like articulating her fingers in a really gentle way. Um, I think that she just looks so beautiful. One thing that I wish um, with all of these photos in general. this is an art direction thing that there wasn't so much netting in front of the models you know what i'm saying because i feel like a lot of like yeah but look danielle made it work that's why she won
2: because it's heavy with all the rest of the girls but when you look at danielle you see her whole torso and like sexy curve she's
0: really shifting to get herself like out of that
2: even her fish are like getting more light. Like she is good. we like, gonna angle
0: these fish, make sure that the fish are in the light. Look, I mean that's you, you top model behavior. Also I also wonder
1: mermaids. Like their tails are swallowed no. by netting,
0: and that's the thing too. The tails yeah. are like made out of some like the the what's supposed to be the fin is some like really kind of like soft organza, and what they needed to do was have one of those crazy f- fucking silicone mermaid tail so you're like ah oh, look at that mermaid and not kind of like look at this girl in this like trumpet silhouette skirt who's caught up in this net you know
2: what do you think everyone at the market was thinking that was just trying to work I
0: know. i <laughs> know they're probably do you think like, they were paid like, cool. i hope, I hope. that's all i'm compensated say. I for their time were, especially if this production is you know taking up some of their their and does Raja time. have?
1: Yeah, who's gonna uh, make a transaction? There's a good or bad vibes from her them. top model. Yes.
0: Yeah, and like the, you know, all these cameras. Like, I would not like to be filmed when I'm going to the grocery store.
1: Exactly. I no. no. Because especially, I don't, the- I don't
0: go to the store top model ready so i would not be feeling okay if if there's a whole ass photo shoot going on at my my local grocery store
2: yeah but that would be a tyra challenge you have to look good at all times the paparazzi is around oh my god
0: the locals are being judged about their their like looks (laughs) in the backgrounds of these shots they're like excuse me what i didn't even realize i was competing tyra's like everyone's Mm -hmm. competing. Everyone. Incredible.
2: That's a good little bit of it. I like though. those hats, but no. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. I d- maybe Nana should have sold it more. I would love to go to Thailand, stores, but so I would clearly. like to go and with someone that wants that to do all the heavy lifting in terms of
0: planning like and communicating. Have you guys ever been in any type of harness situation before? <laughs>
2: i jumped off the stratosphere I'll eat whatever in i'll Vegas? go wherever what? i'll adventure wherever oh. just like yeah
0: i can't <laughs> be what so i got to be an says, and what was that like <laughs>
2: It was really fun. Uh, the silly story was they have they have mm-hmm. to weigh you, and then they write your weight on your hand, and then they keep yelling your weight okay. around to everyone. Okay. Um, so that was, like, not my favorite. Massages. But you just walk I off, want and massages. then they slowly propel you down. It's not, yeah. you know. Obviously, the initial <laughs> yeah. jump is, yeah, like, But then you're just slowly being lowered onto the ground like a whale. Yes.
0: How do your insides and all your privates feel when you're, like, being... Like,
2: I'm so glad mm-hmm. you asked that because so I went to this comedy festival. This is how I did it, and the comedy festival. Are on you not a citizen? What's up? No one came to the shows. They lost tons of money, but they treated us amazing. Uh. We got gift cards and presents. And so the fucked up thing was they took us to the Caesars All You Can Eat Buffet and then to the Stratosphere. Oh, so um, I was very full. Oh I was full. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's Being so strapped out. in a harness, <laughs> uh,
0: jumping off a building after visiting an All You Can Eat buffet. The Caesars Buffet. <laughs> in, in Vegas. In, in, in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. And I mean, the buffets have are it. great in Vegas. You know, they're a fantastic time. I, um, have you ever been in a harness, Maxwell?
1: No, and actually, when you asked that question, it was very triggering to me because I was upset I didn't get it to fly when our high school did Peter Pan. Like, I, w- I really wanted and to fly. I wanted to be and uh, My DMV Michael tip John, of the day, show up at, f- at
2: least an hour Airbnb. before the DMV actually opened. Who were you?
1: I was Tootles. Because I show up an hour ahead of time. <laughs> toodles. Who's Tootles? Who's Tootles? Who's Tootles? like a half hour. <laughs> it's already best pm.
2: Like, you have <laughs> to just <laughs> and oh, oh, have oh, to sacrifice.
0: Wait, is that like Tinkerbell? Did they, like, rewrite Tinkerbell to be, like, a ambiguous Tootles? Who is Toodles? Is Toodles real? Or is that... Yes, Toodles is one of his one of the lost boys. Oh, one the, okay, one like, of the lost boys. Okay.
1: Yeah, Toodles OG lost boy like I'm the one that like convinces him to do something. I don't know. This is <laughs> not exciting. But no, no harness experience for me. Just high school trauma. Well, you know what I saw on the internet today? This
2: is like some guy's theory on TikTok but that Captain Hook was just going after Peter Pan because he had pedophile vibes and because he didn't go after any of the other kids. He was just trying to stop Peter Pan from kidnapping all the kids. And I thought that was like a fun little take, a little wicked take you know oh toodles is cute oh my god oh work
0: toodles i see you as toodles the skunk (laughs) the skunk one yeah especially like now like envisioning high school maxwell definitely getting the toodles vibes so that was i think that was like a casting job that was like really well done Fine. Fair. I mean... I'm
2: assuming, Shay, you've been hoisted around and flown around on
0: harnesses. Um, yes. So I, uh, had a harness experience, uh, also, uh, in Vegas, uh, for a show at, um, the House of Blues that we did for Marie and Peter, um, because they were wanting to, like, lower the host from the ceiling while they shot off these pyrotechnics because they were trying to get some cool, um, footage and shit to advertise for um the tour and um yeah it was no i'm just kidding i just completely made that up that never happened i've never even been (laughs) in my life i wish to um (laughs) but you believed me right you had us going oh yeah no i've actually never been in a harness before but i would love to but you know thinking about all the times I've seen, seen people hoist it up, I've never seen people hoist it up upside down, like these girls, like, because you know what, In okay, the- okay, so like, you know those like videos of Beyonce and her concerts where she's flying over the audience, she's like flipping like a million times, yada, 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 yada. Yes. This is like very much so giving one of those kinds of harnesses, you know?
1: True. And with the fish juice I couldn't imagine oh God, like God, the God. smells would, the fish would and the smell would really be what would have me um, tapping out of this photo shoot for sure
0: well you know what you sound just like Nina. no imagination because if I was going to be a mermaid living the fantasy these are all my aquatic friends this is like the smell that I'm used to so basically what you're telling me is that like my home does not smell good enough for you it seems like a very non mermaid type of thing for somebody to say Maybe I would
1: just be like a freshwater mermaid and not live in like your stinky fish mermaid but land. But I would definitely have a really well scented mermaid lair. Do you for sure. do you
0: spend much time in fresh water and fresh water bodies of water? I no, I live in California. Me? It's a drought. Yeah, um yeah, you still be getting the fish smell from those fresh bodies of water, too sis. Lake yeah, Michigan, Lake, dead mm-hmm, fish. Yeah. Even all the way up there in Lake <laughs> Chalabaw in Boeing City, you're gonna smell the seaweed because that's what you're smelling—that aqua ness.
2: Wait, have you guys been watching Salt Lake Absolutely. City? I mean, uh, I love that the set was a fishing oh, hole, like an ice that. fishing. Like
0: I that's thought that so that was like fun. Honestly <laughs> one of the cutest, if not the cutest, set that I've seen for a housewife's hundred percent.
1: I agree. Yes. Too bad their looks weren't that great. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, uh, we have to take a quick little break because um, someone has to go and release Nina from the harness so that she can be sent home. Um. When we come back, we're going to continue talking a little bit more about this amazing Thailand trip. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. And we are chatting with Lisa Traeger about this iconic trip the Cycle Six girls take to Thailand. And we need to just take a moment and acknowledge what a lovely hotel these girls got on the trip this cycle. Tyra always seems to go back and forth on how realistic a modeling experience they get. And the hotels and the hotel that they were put up at in Thailand was absolutely gorgeous compared to where they stayed in london um sorry to the folks at the savoy but i mean period uh i feel like okay thoughts on like the hotels because i feel like i i'm remembering paris which was from cycle one which was like they had to
1: like sleep together like the first couple nights.:
0: It was like one it was like one room mm-hmm. that they all had to share together. Uh, um, cycle two was gorgeous. When, yeah, cycle two was gorgeous, because like, cute little collars. Yeah
2: (laughs) I cannot I don't think I can add anything To this hotel conversation (laughs) I'm like so impressed With you guys That you Remember
1: this Listen I'm gonna bow out It's really (laughs) wild How she goes back and forth On this Cause yeah Like it's like The even number girls Get really good hotels And odd number cycles Get bad Because in Tokyo They had to sleep In those tubes
0: For like a night They had to sleep In the little pod hotels For a night Before they went To their homestay but who who even knows what that situation was because they were stuck in customs for like days um on cycle three those poor girls I can only imagine how
2: but I was wondering like if Tyra was like okay you're going home can you be like I'm just gonna stay thanks like, not play. Like, can you just be like, you know what? I'd rather stay in Thailand. Can you not shit me back to America? I they wonder. They
0: stay the whole time. They do. They make them stay the whole time. So it's not a joke be- when
2: they're like, pack your bags. You're out of yeah, here. Yeah, they like,
0: pack your bags. You're going to another hotel in Thailand. Um, which I'm like dope because then you get to go shopping and hang out and yeah. you working all day in the competition you know it's i feel like it's a pretty sweet situation and they get Hell to do yeah. a
1: final fashion show because to keep it like real for the audience all the girls in the finale get to walk the show
0: yeah that's it's exciting not like in project runway when all like the designers do the collections you know like the top 10 designers do collections anyway you know okay but let's get to you um on into this Thailand trip because the girls, they have a, um, dance lesson where they go to learn traditional Thai style dancing. Um, and during the lesson, Danielle is like, you know, I'm like not feeling the best today. Um, let me just like take this little break moment, sit down, like literally in between, because it's clear that they're doing this whole uh, challenge in one day. It's like they get the lesson from the experts on the choreography before, like, a little break, before they have to go and perform it. And, like, in that time, like, Danielle goes down, just, like, down for the count. You see her rehearsing. She seems, like, a, like fine, just, like, a little bit unwell. But then, like, during this break, it's, like, period, lights out. Um. I cannot imagine how scary it must have been being in a country where you don't speak the language, having to go to the hospital and like hear a diagnosis from someone that you don't even really fully understand, you know? Like,
2: I bet they got a translator, and it's not like she had any respect for them. She ripped out those tubes and went back to Tyra. Like, she really? And did. then the next day,
0: <laughs> she's like, "Those are famous last <laughs> words." Honestly, she ripped out the tubes and went back to Tyra. Said any girl that ever was admitted to a hospital in America's Next Top Model history. Period.
2: And she would have still made the challenge if she spent the night and got all the fluids. And then she might not have been that tired the next day. Like, I don't get why she's like, I have to go back now. It made no sense to me. Yeah. Also tired. Like what a weird life. And I don't know if things, I thought things were going to change post lockdown and how we treated each other, but it's like high school coach football vibes and like, you can't have water. It's like, like even the discussion of, well, she might get sent home. She she's in the hospital, what, what is this dialogue? It just like really bothered me.
0: Yeah, right. It really, and it, and it, and it okay. Like in, in the judging when it comes up, when she explains why she wasn't there for the dance challenge, in true Tyra fashion, she was just all like, hey, just so you know, I have a stomach condition that is extremely painful extremely painful. Just so y'all know the stomach condition that she's referring to is IBS. So, you know, um she just has to shit at really uncomfortable and inconvenient times. But it's also can't. like,
2: yeah, and didn't that seem psychotic? So why don't you end this abusive cycle? Like, what are you
0: <laughs> Why are you
2: now abusing these teenagers? It's really strange. I know.
0: Because honestly, to be like she was so dehydrated well, it's like y'all don't even give these models water to drink.
2: No, put them out in the sun. I bet, cause I bet they went straight to a challenge. Like, I I wonder if they even flew first class. I wonder if they even mm. got to lay down on that flight. <laughs> you guys. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> for the listener, the looks <laughs> I just got were amazing.
0: No. No way. You know they were sitting upright the entire <laughs> yeah, the time. Yeah. No. Absolutely not.
1: She was like jet lag, and now get on yes. an elephant, bitch, and ride it through the jungle. I would have screamed though. I would have been so excited hospital. to ride an
2: elephant. I would Same. have lost it with joy.
0: Same. I I almost Same. feel like the elephant experience kind of like brought Danielle back to life a little bit. Like you know she's sick and unwell, but when they like bring the elephants out at first, like I mean I can't tell if she was like trying to put the smile on to seem like I'm good, or if the smile was kind of like cutting through her discomfort and sickness because she was like, oh shit, I'm gonna get to ride an elephant today because like, damn, what a cool ass experience. Yes. Yeah, I would have really loved that.
2: And I know we're on the elephants now, but I do need to say I loved Feranda's performance at the oh, dance period. and I would rather do everything wrong and entertain and make people happy than like, Follow the Thai rules closely. Like people fucking loved her dancing, and that was awesome. Yeah. And she loved it, and she had fun. And I just love her spirit. She is an inspiration.
0: Faranda really does have like just one of the best. She really is of all the girls, at top model. And I also do have to shout out Ferranda because when they did their uh, like career photo shoot and she's like, I wanna be a criminal justice attorney. Don't you know that that is actually exactly what Feranda is doing? And she has her own law offices open and she does like family law. She does criminal justice. Like Feranda is out there helping the community and shout out to her because she did exactly what she said she Ooh,
2: would that's do. so good to know. I love that. Right? And another shout out to Faranda giving um, the massage with one finger to the winner. And then Joni tried to get involved and she's like, do you want to do this? Then shut your mouth. Yeah. Joni wanted to be missed like culturally since like I appreciate Thailand and it's like, relax, Uh Joni. I don't know. I wouldn't massage a foot. I wouldn't massage a foot. I don't care what the custom is. I would not massage a competitor's foot. There's no way.
0: Yeah hmm mm-hmm, exactly i'd <laughs> be like uh, not so much because also we we've been all up and around these streets in thailand i don't know where your feet have been girl i truly don't even
2: for know. being a lawyer um, that's gonna get me through mm-hmm. the day
0: right when i found that out it honestly did like bring so much joy into my day as well because I always like to see people out there, you know, living their dreams. And that's exactly what she said that she wanted to do. That was her dream job. And she's out there doing it, you know, forever for Rhonda. All right. So are we ready to talk about this elephant photo shoot in the jungle? Yeah. I mean, you should probably start, I don't,
2: yeah. I mean, Sarah, what a dumb bitch. Like that's all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, okay. Let's just like hop into this situation because at this point in the competition, uh, it's clear that like Sarah is kind of like hanging back um, at the end of the pack. She hasn't really been performing to her full potential and it feels like her confidence is just not where it needs to be. Um, And so they're doing this Photo shoot for Venus Razors. So obviously the girls are supposed to be showing off their lovely, silky smooth skin up next to these elephants. Which I'm just like, why y'all trying to shade these elephants? <laughs> but um, so you know how you get up on the elephant is you ride out their their little foot so you can get up on the back. And Joni had this brilliant idea to be like, okay, well, since that's how we get up there anyway, like why don't I take a couple shots, you know, in this different pose and see if it works. And Mr. J is all like, girl, boom, look at you, art directing, coming up with poses, I love it, I live. And then Sarah immediately is like, okay, I'm gonna do that same thing. And it's kind of like, oh, okay, girl, sure, sure, do that too, and then not, first of all, does not do it as well as Joni, and then gets up on the elephant, and is like doing the same exact poses on top of the elephant that Joni was doing. Because look, Joni was like the elephant whisperer of all the girls. Joni charmed that elephant. Joni literally had that elephant eating nothing out of the palm of her hand. Like, (laughs) there was nothing even there. And she had the elephant just all like in it. And so, I mean, obviously crushed it. And I feel like Sarah did herself even more of a disservice going right after Joni, who had such a brilliant performance on that elephant, trying to copy her and do such a lackluster job doing so.
2: He like got the wrong lesson instead of going, Oh, Jay likes that. She did something new. I'm going to do something new. She said, Jay liked that pose. I'm doing that pose. And I couldn't help but wonder about her Republican ass boyfriend that works for a conservative politician. And what a bait, like, yeah, is she a Republican still? I'd like to know because that's a Republican move. <laughs> but they're young, but the they're young. Her, but, uh, political
1: yes, status, is, you please um, hold.
2: Um, but it, what it it was so. Even Jay was
1: disgusted. Jay was like, "Okay, you... cool." <laughs> and they weren't. They weren't. They were not nice about it either at panel. Because so I would be like, like oh, "Oh, you copied her." Maybe I could do something with
2: the trunk, or what else has someone mm-hmm. not done? Or maybe I'll put my foot on that like you you know you work Mm -hmm. you do something different i it was right but it happens it what what's the other big copying thing i sleep with a nightlight
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know there are clearly some people that love to copy others homework what's my secret You you can tell which girls those were yeah but uh
2: yeah what a dumb move and miscalculation on her part and they're young but it was um just it probably sucks to watch your character flaws so closely on tv like that like embarrassing Why,
0: damn i can't i can't imagine being having been this young and go and do something like drag race at that age like oof you you some of the I girls mean, do too. Bless bless their hearts, but God, you j- i I don't know. I feel like there's something between like the ages of like twenty four and twenty seven where things just click a little bit more.
2: Might <laughs> than, have taken me longer. Than, like,
0: but also what's great with like drag race or a top
2: chef or a project runway is even if you're super young there are older people around you so you're a christian seriano but you have chris march like so there are all these different ages to balance yes Mm -hmm. um but with this show it's all teens. There's like no one that's like except Lisa, but there's no one usually older that's like let me tell the you old. how it
0: is. And yeah, what was she like 26? 20, yeah, and, yeah and they're like you're old. Well, it's like
2: Ooh. Oh yeah, Jane. Jane Jane, mm-hmm. Jane, Jane,
1: Jane is old. also 26. Oh okay, and we're, during this. <laughs> Could you imagine having to look up to Jade? Yeah. Well, I mean, actually I did, but you know what I mean. Like imagine being <sighs> in that you, okay, house, that being like, your l- only peer we, we, and like, Tyra.
0: live For how just like outwardly just like delusional Jade is. Um, and the way that she like thinks that she's giving girls advice and trying to disguise it in that way when she's just like fully gaslighting people like the, the like at the dance lesson when her and Joni are basically going at it because she just saw like I, like, don't take offense to it. It's just that you're you're basic, you know? And I just don't think that that's why you would become a model because you're plain and basic and people would laugh at you. And I'm like... <laughs> yeah, and, it's
2: <laughs> and it's for us, us <laughs> as a viewer, it's so clear what's happening. As for, when exactly. she's just like, I don't think Joni has a lingerie body. And it's like, okay, like,
0: <laughs> you, you're
2: clearly jealous of her for something, you know, like... Absolutely,
0: it's... because at this point, Joni's hitting her stride. So it's like jade would pinpoint who she felt like she needed to kind of like pick at to like kind of get under their skin and it is clear at this point the the she had her sights set on jade i'm
1: humble i'm so humble i'm so humble (laughs) yeah jade jade definitely like seems to be one of those people that like suffer from the idea that um She thinks she's really funny and um, everything is just kidding in her head. And so when she (laughs) says, like, you don't have a lingerie body, it's like, but I'm just kidding like that. I wasn't serious when I said that. Uh Like, it, you know, but like, of course, with production, they add out. The just right, kidding, yeah. or maybe the fact that she laughed and afterward. the words Black, you didn't say JK. It comes out just
0: mean. <laughs> you know, you didn't say JK, so how am I supposed to know? This?
2: It's like a classic reality TV personality, too. Because I'm thinking of like Teresa Judice, where it's just like, you'll never admit wrong, you're the best at everything. <laughs> Anyone that you're kind of jealous of, you have to bring down and put down. And, you know, it's all just delusion and this wild thing. The one thing I'll give Jade is her spinny her spinny church sleeves like that. Oh, well, that's baby. one of the top 10 I moments mean, in history of the show. I would say.
0: I mean, honestly, yeah, she was literally like the last airbender with that damn garment. Yeah. Like I period, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about the MVP, uh, of this photo shoot, miss Danielle, who, you know, had just got out of the hospital traveled via elephant into the middle of the jungle. And first of all, they couldn't have told the girls that they needed to shave before having to do all this. That was product placement.
2: I bet those girls are smooth. Or you mean their bikini lines.
0: Well, okay, well, here's the thing. I remember Mercedes telling us that on Cycle 2, when they had to do their first little naked photo shoot, that they threw them some disposable razors, and she said she had the worst razor bumps ever because she just had to shave her coochie just, like, in the studio in front of, like, all the other girls. She was like, great, wasn't prepared for that. And then um, I believe Joni had also said that, you know, she was like, well, they told him that they that they needed to the shave. But she's like, I mean, I rarely shaved my legs because she's like, I just have really fine blonde hair that you like really wouldn't see. But then, you know, was told to like shave for this. I'm like, yo, razor bumps or no. In days. high school, I was it's in a kabuki
2: play uh-huh. and they made me uh-huh. dye my hair black. And then I had to just wear a hat and it didn't even matter. And I was like, my mom was pissed. We were, I was, cause then I tried to strip the color and then I had like Jane from Daria, like stripped hair. It was just like a nightmare and I wore Uh, a hat anyways, but this like high, like very respected. We had a Japanese director who was very respected in Kabuki and I really had no options and I had to dye
0: my hair. And black is like. You don't really come back from that. You don't come back from that. You know? (laughs) Like, that is hard to get out. I mean, one time, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, so one time in high school, I was like, I'm going to give myself um, some highlights. I was kind of going for like a... um, Nick kind of situation like because I had like a long kind of like fro and I was like okay I'm gonna do these like caramel highlight moments and like got those like you know those like caps where you like pull the hair out and you're just like supposed to do all them well my hair was like too thick to like pull through the holes and I was like ouch this hurts it's okay I'll just like freehand it Girl, I looked like fucking Tony the Tiger. It was like, just like orange and black. And so then my mom comes home pissed. She's like, what did you do? Um, And the only thing that was like, my mom, first of all, she's like, I've worked this long ass job. She's like, I do not have time to go and like get you like any kind of hair dye. We're gonna just go under the bathroom sink, get your dads just for men and just like dye this shit black. And my hair was like the bluest black that you could, po- it was just like, it was so stupid bad. I, I just, and it, you literally just have to grow it all out. You just have to literally grow all that shit out because there's no going back from black. Like
2: No, but was the so. black better than the highlight? No, wow, still a debate. They were both really
0: <laughs> bad. <laughs> I remember being like, well, regardless, I'm like, I'm going to look crazy at school tomorrow, so... You know? Yeah. Goth I mean, moment. Absolutely. I was just so like, mm, Paramore. <clears throat> Uh, That's not even goth. What, what, the, what the hell am I saying? Like, pop punk. <laughs> yeah. Very evanescent. Hot topic. Um, hot, hot topic. But yeah, honestly, yes. despite Danielle's sickness, she really pulled through on this shoot. In her interview post-shoot, she said she was like, I don't even know what I was doing, but I felt like she was definitely in the zone, giving options. She looked gorgeous. The only thing like in her photo that I would have loved was if she just pointed that left toe just a little bit more. And I feel like she would have been perfect. Yeah, I agree with that. And I really can't tell if her dress is like dip dyed like that, or if she walked through the mud and the ends of it got brown.
2: Um, yeah, and does it bother you? you? can't see the foot of the other one? Like, does it look like her leg is chopped off or no?
0: Yeah, I would love it if that foot was a little bit more on like the head yeah. of the elephant, just so you saw like all of that. You know, no,
2: Joni's is masked.
0: Um, <laughs> what? You want her to step on the elephant's head? I didn't say step, I said last
1: to step on the elephant's head? Head, you know? Just
0: like a cute little, mm, hey elephant. Like I just like thinking about in general, like if I was in this situation, I probably, who knows what the lighting would have looked like, but I probably would have tried to have laid on the elephant with my head towards its head, you know, and like, fully like arch my back, like against the elephant, trying to look back towards it, catching the light that way. Cause I feel like that would have been a really interesting way to orient myself. And then like, you know, it's like your head is like against the elephant's head and then you're like communicating telepathically with the elephant. Like, Hey girl, thanks for the ride into the jungle. That was so sweet of you.
2: And it would have been a unique and different idea without copying your fellow contestants.
0: One thing that I think is really interesting that I learned about elephants is that elephants think that humans are cute. I read that. that we think I like, hope it's true. Yeah, this is, I like, hope we think true. like kittens and puppies are cute. Elephants think that we are cute. So I, I definitely would have leaned into this. Like, oh, I love this that. Elephant thinks I'm a sore cute right now. And I, like it almost looks like the elephant is smiling in Danielle's, like, <laughs> yeah, close. Like it's like expression, like its eyes, and it almost looks like it's giving this little smile. Like, look at this little cute bitch on my back, <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> look at this cute, sick bitch on my back. Oh my gosh. Okay, lastly, our girl, Feranda.
2: Um, Sh- I'm sorry, I don't agree with this judging. Panel at all
0: I don't agree with this photo selection because I remember specifically that last frame that she took that Mr. J was like that was brilliant that was perfect that was gorgeous well if that's the T, why is that not the photo that we're looking at and let's okay.
2: say for production they wanted to keep Sarah I want to know why what does Sarah give at all that Feranda doesn't that they would stage this but you guys said that that's not true and it was I real know, decisions yes. like from the scoop you got, right? or no? Oh, uh, no, no, I made that up.: Sorry, uh, no, I invented I that in my head.: Very <laughs> much so: I feel
0: like this is very much so, you know so, and, and, and honestly, like that is a very valid question. What is it that's? I feel like also this is where we're getting into that point where they do an elimination of someone who is beloved to, to, to create more tension in the house with someone, so there becomes that storyline of you don't belong here. You but know. Jade
2: would have been mean uh, to anybody. It doesn't matter. I,
0: I know. I know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no one is safe. I mean, yeah, she came for Feronda, and Feronda was her roommate. <laughs> she she came for the texture of her skin, like all of that. Which I was like, damn, girl. Jade, like, honestly, no prisoners. Nobody was safe from Jade. No, so. but what she doesn't yeah.
2: get is like that doesn't win in life. No one won. I, it does. It actually does a lot, but. <laughs> uh not in terms
0: You just have to do it behind camera, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's like when when you start showing those, you know, when you start showing that side in front of camera, that's when things change. That's why not everyone should go on Celebrity Big Brother.
2: Ooh, I watched the clips. I watched the clips. Oh,
1: oh baby. Uh... We all see how that works out for people. I I, I find myself to be a
0: very aware person, but I would be like, not me. I would not be caught up doing it. Um, Unfortunately, Forever Feranda, her journey was not forever on America's Next Top Model, and for whatever reason, the judges saw fit to send our dear darling home. Um, We love you, our Pisces (laughs) princess Feranda, um, I'm going to go pour one out for you on the break, and when we come back, we are going to finish up with this trip. Wait, no we're not, are we? <laughs> when we come back, we are going to see what it is that Lisa has been up to and just have a general kiki chat with our girl Lisa. We'll be right back. Are back chatting with Funny Lady Lisa Traeger. That is a mouthful. Funny Lady Lisa Traeger. Ooh, say that five times fast. Funny Lady Lisa Traeger. Ooh. How? Oh, how now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so when you were here last summer with your hilarious co-star kara from your hit podcast, that's messed up um we had such a good time with you so we wanted to check in on all the amazing things that you have been up to besides jumping off the sides of buildings in vegas
2: honestly i already showed maxwell but i'm just living on a pile of dresses too depressed to clean them um
0: just Oh, that's called my dragon. Yeah, like, but welcome, I live in only one room, <laughs> so I'm just like, <laughs> I'm in a studio apartment,
2: just um, trying my best. What I've been, you know, when you have tons of goals, you want to do this, you want to do that, but they're all conflicting. So it's like I want to be more social. I can't be a shut in, but then I'm gonna be out, and I'm gonna be maybe going out to eat, and then if you're not doing that, then you're saving. It's like how do you do everything?
0: Oh, I, you know, I need to work back to wanting to go out because I'm still not- Because you
2: have love, I am looking for love. You both have love, so you're like, oh, I'm happy in my cute apartment with my love, but I have to go hit the streets and try to find love.
0: (sighs) We were literally, Dan and I were literally just talking about this the other day. We're like, oh God, isn't it so nice that we have each Mm -hmm. other and don't have to try and be out in these streets, just like, Trying to find some, because, like, you know, the process of elimination is hard. Oh, my gosh. The amount of just, like, strikes that, like, you have to swing and miss. I'm not even up to, to bat. Re- hit contact with I'm the not ball. even up to bat. Like, <laughs> I would love a swing
2: and a miss. I would love that.
0: <laughs> She's like, I'm still just here hanging out in the dugout. Yes. Like, oh, my God, these sports references, we are <laughs> making them today. <laughs> well, you guys... Well, I hope you guys noticed that (laughs) one of the players
2: on the Braves who won the World Series, he wore pearls. One of the winners, like the big pitcher, he wore a pearl necklace. And when in an interview they asked why, he goes, cause I'm a bad bitch. And like this straight-ass baseball player wore necklaces and I loved it.
0: I love that. Oh my God, I'm so turned on right now. That's so brave. (laughs) (laughs) well I I, when she said the Braves I thought that she was referring to football because who played in the Super Bowl um it was the the Rams and the Bengals Bengals the Bengals and I should have known that is so I love a Bengal Bengals do have the Um, cutest
2: outfits because it looks like a real tiger you know like a Bengal so it's like the cutest I would say pattern wise of the outfit uniforms
0: Yes. Okay, well, I I really want to ask you um, about your new podcast, Enemies Podcast, because I think this is a really, really cute idea. (laughs) There's like pieces of me that I'm just like wanted to like write in, but I was just all like, oh no, we can't. Well, we
2: this can't has been pause. the nightmare. So in my head, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm going to have people on that I don't like, that don't like me. I'm going to have people that are feuding. Guess what? No one wants to do that. Like I forgot emailing enemies. They don't have to email you back. They hate you. So... <laughs>
0: <laughs> then
2: suddenly I have this show and I'm like, Oh fuck. Like they cancel on me. They don't want to. Or if you ask two people, the person whose fault it is usually doesn't want to come on. So you have one person going, absolutely, I would love to talk about our conflict, and another person going, "Um, you're a, no.
1: I've asked- I would love to air my total. They don't want to. I've asked
2: old friends that I fought with to come on, and they're like, I have no interest. So it's been really interesting and a cool journey, and I think it'll grow into something, but I have, I don't know, so it's coming out in March. There is an episode with two feuding people and we go over the calls and I am getting some people that I argue with, but it's been a slow burn because people don't love conflict and
0: conflict is so hard. It is so hard and it requires so much work. Um, and also to, to like come back into a space where, you know, you've had a disagreement with somebody and, and you weren't able to make amends it's hard to get someone to be like, okay, like this is going to be the time where we kind of like get some like closure, figure some things out. But also I feel like people should just be okay with, you know, venting and just having it out and uh, fighting. So why not? Yeah. You know? Like we always want to do like a cold war. We want to talk about it with our friends and our other group chats behind people's backs. But like, why not just like, get out there and, and talk your shit and i feel like lexi's play on euphoria I have to watch really euphoria. shows us that like you can you know you can put your shit out there and discuss it and if those teenagers can handle having like their experiences reflected in front of them in front of a whole audience then you can too and yes i know that these are fictional characters but that doesn't mean that we can't borrow themes from their lives
2: well yeah and um so. the conversation sometimes if it's in the past you realize it wasn't about what it was. So I had one person like I've yelled at her in an elevator and we used to not get along. And then with years of reflection and growth, it's like, oh, these were this is what was going on with me and why I took it out on you and mm-hmm. like this is why your approval meant this much to me. And so it that's been interesting and exciting. And then sometimes you just still hate the person and then sometimes like one person I talked to they wanted to end a friendship and a friend didn't let them. And that's cool. And I talked to a friendship coach. That's been the most helpful one. Ooh, Daniel yeah. Bayard Jackson. <laughs> she has her own podcast too, but she is so smart and uh, focuses on female friendship and just friendship coach. And it, she is so smart and cool.
0: That sounds awesome. Being a friendship coach.
2: Yeah, because we, it's such a big part of our lives and we are under the idea that friendship is easy, but it's not. It's like all other relationships. And you also don't have to feel bad if a friendship ends and why it ends. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting to dive into conflict, mm-hmm. enemies, why you don't like people, popular. I really want to get Roxy Andrews on, but she said no.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, damn it. I'm gonna be like Roxy Andrews. Why don't you go out there and talk Cause about
2: your- I want to know, no, for me with Roxy, like, you know, everyone could have their opinions on all-stars, but for me, it's like people kept keeping her because she's such a good friend. They could not even imagine sending her off. And so to me, I wanna know, how she became such a good friend and how like these people chopped away so many deserving queens for her. Look,
0: I will say, I will say firsthand (laughs) uh, as someone who has toured with Roxy in the past, Roxy is a phenomenal human Mm -hmm. being. And you know what I'm saying? Like I, if I was in the situation of the Queens of All Stars too. I don't think that I would have, I, I don't think I would be able to send Roxy home either. And the fans may not understand, but maybe the fans have just never experienced what it's like to have a friend like Roxy.
2: Absolutely. I mean, three people crying, not able to let her go. Like she is, you know, I. there's something special there.
0: Right, she's a real one. She's an absolute G. Um, you've also been I doing love- your- Oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, I love the way that you unpacked that. Because when you said, I really want to interview Roxy Andrews, I was like, where's she going with this? So, yeah, no, that's true. People were really crying over her, like devastated. So
0: People were making enemies just to save Roxy Andrews. You know what I'm saying? People were like, I don't even care having this person as an enemy because I have Roxy Andrews as a friend. Yeah.
2: It's really, it's beautiful. And, you know, the big redemption uh, for her from like season to season. But in turn, I was like, she's got something and I want to learn how to be a good friend like she is.
0: And she's just also an impeccable drag Mm. queen. She is impeccable. She performs. She does her makeup. She makes costumes unlike any other. Like she is just really great at the art of drag. And I will never forget when she came on All Stars 5 as a lipstick assassin with thick and juicy on her. I was like, it was it was over. I know the girls like, um, at the time, Blair Sinclair, she's like, I don't know, I might be getting sit home. And when Roxy Andrews came out, and I, you know, because we know what the lip sync song is, and it was um, that Ariana Grande song, I said, baby, Miss Cracker, no shade. I said, Miss Cracker I ain't winning this lip <laughs> sync against Roxy Andrews. That's just not going to happen, so you can sit there and feel okay knowing that you're going to be here for another week. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, Shifting from Roxy Andrews in and her legendary legend status, I want to talk about other legendary things like your stand-up comedy show. Uh, how has that been going for you? Being back, you know, out performing. Do you like being in front of live audiences uh, more than you know podcasting? Yes. Which no. One? Stand-up is yeah. everything
2: to me. It like you know, I've been doing it forever. I love it. I really love it. I love doing spots. I love being able to go to the comedy store. I love busy weekends. I love being on the road. Festivals are coming up again. I love the social mm-hmm. aspects. I love traveling, but I love my jokes. And right now I'm putting an hour together. I want to sell an hour. I want an yes. hour special. So now it's like, I have, it's like, cool. Cause now I have what I know it's in there. Now it's like, what order should they be in? What wording can I grow this? And it's mm-hmm. like, um, just this cool space about the work where like time to order everything in a perfect sexy way, not just having fun on stage. So I'm excited about that.
0: I love that because I love the clips uh, that you put hired a t- I I hired a TikTok
2: guy, I did. I hired Matt from hey. Chicago <laughs> and hey. my man, like the professionals around me forced me to do that. Cause I don't think it makes your Instagram look
0: good. Like I miss the pictures. I miss where it looks cute and you can but it's you cool. Know, Instagram is no longer that. Instagram wants to be every other app that's out there besides. And I'm Instagram, blessed so, that yeah. he's
2: putting those clips on, but some of them are old and people are like, Oh my god, Lisa, you look amazing. I'm like, Yeah, it's from twenty twelve, so fuck off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I look good in twenty
2: twelve? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Didn't we all? Yeah. yeah. It was, it was it was during obama's presidency we were all looking like <laughs> oh my god fine fresh and fierce <laughs> living our best lives. <sighs> <house. laughs> oh my god yeah it's like f- like was so, so yeah Fran
2: lebowitz what she says she's like was new york better in the 70s i don't know i was young anything's better when you're young and i always yeah. think about that <laughs> <laughs> except, oh my- except maybe now i don't know what the youth is going through at the moment
0: no, but an hour—that is absolutely impressive. And one thing that I love too about like stand-up comedy is the fact that you're allowed to like rework your material, grow your jokes, grow your set, and like build something that's like uniquely you based off of your experiences. Versus like you know sometimes drag—they are always expecting you to come with like a new number and a new outfit and a new lip sync and a new that—and you're like, baby. Can't I just like work on perfecting what is in my wheelhouse and give you quality instead of... Well, this might be
2: where it does uh, match because musicians do get to play the hits. But once you put an hour out, once the hits are out, you can't do them again on stage. Mm. So once the special's Mm. recorded, the album's done, that material's dead. Like, I don't do it again. Period. Some people do. I know Seinfeld likes classics, but he's in a different tier of performer. But usually... You do the hour and the
1: material's done. Well, I'm sure there's certain things people want. Yeah, like,
2: or or Jim Gaffigan, they love the Hot Pocket bit. They'll, like, scream about it, you know?
0: (laughs) And, like, one thing, too. um, I'm sorry I interrupted you. (laughs) No, you're totally fine, because... I, I appreciated getting that information because now I know the tea. It's like when she know you know that you do the well, you do the special. For me, like, I'm
2: thinking maybe. I want to see you as the Grinch for the rest of every year. Is that going to happen Same. or not? Like, do you <laughs> like?
1: Are you going to have to be Frosty
2: Easter the Snowman, from... or is it like Christmas is coming? I'm gearing up to be the Grinch.
0: I mean, honestly, I think the Grinch is going to be a Cheekule staple <sighs> right. because, like, I had been wanting—I had been wanting to do that for such a long time—and then getting the chance, like, like this year to get out there and really do it, I was like, "Damn, this is a lot of fun, and I enjoy it." So, you know. And you look good doing it. I feel so sexy in that green. Makeup. You could tell. I don't know. <laughs> Right, like I don't know what it is about the Grinch that made me feel so sexy, and also the thing that I found interesting too is that my um, iPhone recognized my face in the Grinch makeup, but like not when I'm in glam, when I'm in glam drag does not recognize me, put that Grinch prosthetic and green makeup on and somehow my phone all the time is like, oh hey girl, that's so interesting. I don't know, I feel like I'm being shaded because I'm like, what are you even trying to say to me on this moment?
2: But now that I have, how do you also do a different number in out, outside of Grinch? Like, are you known to work fast? How do you do that?
0: Yeah, I'm a, a, like, after doing Drag Race, girl, my, I could, I could do makeup so fast. And the thing, too, about, like, stage versus, like, TV, the audience is a little bit further away, so I don't have to go quite in on, like, the fine details. Like, everything is just about the general suggestion and the gestures of it, and everyone's eyes just puts everything together for them. You know, they do the rest of the work for you but I love it. It's a fun-ass time. (laughs) Speaking of fun-ass times, I had a fantastic time today. Did you have fun? I did. Oh,
2: we're not doing all the Thailand episodes. Oh, my God. We're We're done. We
0: we did like an abridged Thailand, you know, moment. I feel like we talked a little bit about Love is Blind. I know. I talked too much. But but was this the first time that Tyra (laughs) talked
2: about Smizing, the episode 11 in the bikini thing, or no?
1: yes if if it is if she did talk about it it was because she hasn't said it the, at all episode, I went into yes. cycle episode 11
2: yeah. um of the tie trip is the smise where she shows the smize and it's like uh, when i was watching these i was like i can't believe all these iconic moments are happening in this trip right <sighs> God, she's I called it, it
1: intensity in the eyes she's called it that before but we've never heard the word smile <laughs> be spoken so was it in 11 yes. yeah, yeah yeah she shows
2: um she shows it
0: oh my god an and twiggy moment. and twiggy is absolutely beside herself when she sees her do it too she's like wow,
2: wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh twiggy what a little sweet angel
0: what a sweet angel bless Twiggy and I and like also too I was like watching an episode of the nanny recently that she was on I was like period the Twiggy better be out here getting her acting credits as well too I just absolutely live for it I want to watch it oh yeah I'll have to figure out what episode of the nanny it is and let y'all know it's pretty iconic
2: this is amazing Maxwell do we have to be done what's up
1: yeah. oh yes we have to what we have to go do this we have to do this outro so why don't you tell the people at home where they can find you online <laughs> hello i am
2: online at glitter cheese and my amazing tiktok guy matt did make me a link tree so i have a link tree now <laughs> with everything yes. my friends are like that's very simple i'm like the task isn't the problem it's the mental capacity <laughs> it takes to get to the task um Period. Yeah, it's just some things are hard for others that are easy for other people. So <laughs> I have a link tree, so I have podcasts, but at Glitter Cheese, and then I'm on the road. So hit me up, and I'm out. I'm out and about.
0: Yeah, she's in your city. Go and check out Lisa Traeger. She's absolutely hilarious. We love her. She is iconic. And thank you so much for joining us again. And we cannot wait to have you back on. Want to be on top. Yes. And thank you all for listening. And remember, if you have any top model facts uh, or questions for Maxwell, myself, or any of our guests, or you just want to say, hey, girl, hey, you can send us an email to beyond pod at gmail.com. Remember, to subscribe, to wanna be on top wherever you listen, and make sure you rate and review the show. Why? Because we are growing this platform, girl, and we need you to do that to help us. Thank you so much. I'm Shea Coulet. And I'm Max Esposito. And as always, the question remains wanna, wanna be the- on top? Forever. Dog. To listen to Wanna Be On Top? Ad free and Monday early. Sign up for Forever Dog Plus at Forever Dog slash plus. Make sure to follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcasts on social and rate and review. Wanna Be On Top? Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, bitch, I said. Five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wanna Be On Top? It's produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom, hosted by Shea Coule, produced by Maxwell Esposito, editing and sound design by Will Pitts, executive produced by Willem Belli, Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.